bong loads and bullshit. I'm Evan, joined as always by my dude. Uncle Dig. And this week, we've got an episode fueled by anger and by hurt feelings. My feelings are really hurt. And I'm just sad. generally the negativity, my my negative side, my dark side that I don't always tap into because sometimes I end up going crazy and hallucinating things. But for this episode, I'm tapping in. I'm going Darth Sidious, uh, Darth Plagueis. I'm resurrecting my anger. We're going to talk about cops. We're all very, very upset about what the Oklahoma sheriff said. Well, not the Oklahoma sheriff, some mental health coordinator. But we will talk about that in a moment. He had a lieutenant in his name. He's a cop. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. What's his yeah. name? I, I'm not going to name him. And I blocked it out of the video. Just oh, okay. I don't want to I don't want to be accused of witch hunting and stuff. Oh, People yeah. We don't want to tox anybody. We mm. want that. Uh-uh. No. Now, before we get into all this negativity, and I shudder to bring this up on this specific episode because we are going a little controversial. I want to bring it up at the top. Uh, the folks that are better about seriously, some of like my good friends in this state in general and like my best fucking business dispensary friend, really chill people. They're doing a deal. Five dollar grams on everything, but I believe everything but their infused stuff, if I understood what Casey said correctly. And they've got flour from like craft there. They've got good flour. Like so five dollar craft cannabis. Right. Yeah. Where? At a better butt. That's right. Oh my. where is that? Is that in Lawton? That's in Lawton. It's down off of uh like Lee. It's out in the sticks kind of by a cow pasture, and it is the best dispensary in Lawton and my favorite in the state. When I come there, I hope to get some compassionate care from them because oh, I'm yeah. a veteran. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just to be clear, this is just an unpaid thing out of the love for a better bud. They certainly didn't pay $200 or whatever to 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 be in the episode where we bitch about cops. They have nothing to do with that. Don't 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 equate that with this. No, 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 no. This message was brought to you by us and only us in the Oklahoma. County well, Sheriff's right, Department. right. They had them, too. I guess, because they put it in the public domain so we could fuck with it. Right. It's legal. So now that now that we've already made this abundantly clear, let's start an episode with a few points and rules, just because I know this one's going to make people mad. Uh-oh. First, this is a political episode, but it is about cannabis. It's not like old guys whining about politics, which was completely not really about weed. We are not just here. We had be- a meltdown. We had a meltdown, that, but that was a meltdown <laughs> for the event. Today is not a meltdown. Today is an angry but measured response to a specific part of the intersection of cops and weed. We're not here to just come on and go, oh, ACAB and then blah, 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 blah. However we personally feel, we're just here to talk about this intersection. And uh, we're going to, you know, try to avoid whining is what I'm getting at. Um, oh, shit, I forgot half the list, Dig. I'm sorry. If you like You're cops, good. you know, you might not want to listen because we do, we're kind of of a certain mind and biases might come through. But cops are an aspect of weed culture and they always have been, whether you like it or not. And these recent events kind of make us want to call that shit out. So if you do listen, keep in mind, a lot of people we know don't have problems with the cops and we still respect them. So maybe keep it the same way. We're just sharing opinions here. With that said, what are you smoking, Uncle Dig? I am hitting a vaporizer cartridge today. And this I actually got on the Washington illegal cannabis market while I was up visiting my friend Carlos Mullen in Olympia. That's really and cool. I was lucky enough to go to a dispensary and purchase some of this distillate um, Ooh, concentrate. I love that shit. From No Bad Days Ranch, which is uh, the farm which my buddy Carlos Mullen partially owns. Oh, that's so cool. 
So if you want to support some veteran owned businesses, if that's what you're into, mm-hmm. you want to do that and you're in the Tacoma area, stop by Clear Choice Cannabis and pick up some no bad days. And you know what? Maybe maybe we should maybe we should infuse the front side of the show with a little bit left less leftist ideology. I think you should support veteran-owned businesses because that's always a, almost always a story of somebody that fucking really took advantage of circumstances and got out and did well. So good on them. Good on a veteran-owned business for doing well. Oh yeah, Carlos is awesome. You should totally buy his weed for sure. That's 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 that. I just I feel the need to soften and make the pendulum swing the other way now. Now I'm not smoking this week at all. I'm not even fucking with weed, but I do got um the same place at Better Bud. And again, they're not buying ads. I have some swells that I bought for myself, and then I have. These boys, and this might look like a little bit of an excessive spend at first, but uh, I believe the story is these guys are getting ready to not be metric compliant. So I got them for half off. So I have like four peanut butter cookies and I'm deep, deep, deep into my collection. You can tell by how pale I am. Fuck a metric right in its ass. There's a lawsuit and I should know more about this having a weed podcast, but there's a whole shit show with like the OMMA and metric and lawsuits. And maybe somebody who's listening can clue me in on that or if you want to come on. Yes, we would love to have a lawyer on as a guest. We would love that. You might not enjoy that. We might cause you problems, but you should come on our podcast. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Immediately lawyer. I'm asking you billable questions on the air. But... Lawyer, come on my podcast. I need to know if my zoning violations are good to go. Yeah. Allegedly. Hey, I think that might be my next step towards celebrity is getting that lawyer like that, that kind of unethical lawyer that will help you do like um, what's his name? Doug Stanhope, the lawyer that advised him on how to fucking after his mom died, how to use her credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> like, allegedly. Allegedly. And he's oh, like stat- that's the only joke with a statue of limitations. And now I can right, tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do enjoy that. I haven't listened to Doug Stanhope in a while. I need to I need to go back to that. I just I actually remember watching that on speed, a very specific and weird memory that I won't get into. He so is let's a get away Ruggies comedian. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. sorry. No, it's good. He's a he's a good he's a good comedian, um, and another dude who I don't agree with all his views. But good guy. Now into that, let's talk about this video. And instead of just talking about it, Dig and I spent many many hours in the uh, IT stacks here, at the data center, trying to figure out how to get this shit going. And now we present. As soon as I hit the right button, a screen share with sound. So I'm going to make sure that the right things in the right place here before I do this, so that my YouTube recording doesn't end up showing my desktop background. And I'm gonna vamp. You vamp. Down in the south, where I'm from, people play harmonica. Oh, that's the wrong harmonica. I'm sorry, folks. So here with our yeah, our uh, harmonica. Oh, I said piano. There's your, there's your intro. You should have kept with it. You should have kept. Oh, okay, with it. sorry. This, as you can see, and I'm going to edit the name out. Let's just call this guy Lieutenant Dip Shitlock. This is a mental health coordinator with the Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office. And uh, on quote-unquote Mental Health Monday, Mr. Dip Shitlock decided to play this video on the OCSD Facebook. I'm just going to start it from the beginning. Marijuana use is way up. You see dispensaries just about everywhere. All right. Look at that position of authority he's already taken with you. You know he means business because he's got his hands on his hips. I thought that was just, I shouldn't be make fat phobic jokes to make fun of people I don't like, but I thought it was just because he couldn't support like the upper part and he's like leaning on those womanly. Okay, I'm going to stop that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they teach that position 
in a in academy. I know they teach us to position ourselves a certain way in the army when we give verbal commands. It's a little right. bit different. But I think that when a police officer spreads their shoulders back like that and mm-hmm. puts their hands on their hips near their gun and their non-lethal force multiplier, whether it be a baton or whatever, right. they're letting you know that they are in authority. And not only that, if you don't listen to them, they may apply force to you to get you to listen. Or in this gentleman's case, he may just be saying, like a pregnant woman, my back hurts. Can I please have your seat on the bus? Okay, those, I'm done. Those vests are heavy, man. Ain't the only thing heavy in this video. Marijuana is the most commonly used illegal substance in the U.S. Okay. Not illegal in Oklahoma there, Motherfucker. sir. So this dude, you know, I bet that this is the kind of dude that just loves the federal government and isn't just leaning on the fact that it's federally illegal because it fucking works for him. Can, can you imagine how much this guy loves the federal government, this big fat fucking cop right now? I'm so, sure. This guy is a law enforcement officer, allegedly, right? So the okay. law of the land in Oklahoma is that cannabis isn't completely okay, but medically it's okay. Medically it's he's okay. not acknowledging this medical piece at all, and he's casting a wide brush. Yeah. And that's not okay. And it's intentional. And that it's was not, a script that was written. Sorry, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt not, you. Yeah, it's not okay for him to be the one interpreting the law. Yeah, and I don't think it is. And it, if it, and if that's how we're going to do it, then we need to sh- we need to change some the ways we do things. And let me let you all in on a little secret about quote unquote illegal. Now, I'm not a lawyer, and you shouldn't take this as legal advice or anything. I could be wrong, but it's my understanding that unless you're dealing and they catch you with a warehouse of pounds, the most you're going to get in Oklahoma for a weed possession charge is a two hundred and fifty dollar ticket. So. I mean, obviously, Lieutenant Shitlock wants to protect you from getting that $250 ticket. You, that could be, you could get caught with an illegal amount of weed every day straight for 365 days, and you would only get at most that ticket. So, you know, you know though, Evan, this brings up an interesting point because that's not always true. Um, this guy's a sheriff, so he's not beholden to any like real local or state authority like a city cop would be. Oh, shit. So, Sheriffs are weird. Uh, we have a local sheriff's here in Jackson County, Oregon, where I live. Right. And he's been so we, I don't know if anyone knows this. We we basically not not quite did, but we decriminalized a draw of drug possession yeah, in Oregon. Respect. Now, our local sheriffs in some of the rural counties. Now, I'm going to phrase this very carefully. Our local sheriffs um, maybe don't understand the breadth of the new laws or maybe they're maybe they're 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 selectively enforcing them. Okay. okay, and they're yeah. locking pe- people up who they shouldn't be locking up. To be expected, yes. And so you need to remember that just because the laws change, if you're in a place where the person enforcing those laws mm-hmm. doesn't change, a lot right. of times nothing really changes. I mean, what you're saying all comes down to that classic saying created by cops, you can beat the rat, but you can't beat the ride. Like, sure, by the time it gets to a judge, all this ridiculous shit might get out, like get thrown out if they can't lie to it. But imagine the hassle they're going to put you through up to that point. And yeah, yeah. that 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 kind of same idea applies. Um, I'm going to pop this back on for the next ridiculous shit that fucking Detective Shitlock says here. Approximately one in 10 people who use marijuana will become addicted to it, according to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Listening to this dude gasp through that, and I can't tell if it's because Mental Health Services Association had too many syllables or he's just getting winded from breathing. But let's listen to the implication in that. 
one in 10 people who uses marijuana will become an addict. So immediately, oh, sorry. That's not true. No. That's patently not true. And it creates the association. Let's just be clear. Let's let's even let's give Officer Shitlock the 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 position that okay, marijuana is addictive. It's not. It's not addictive any more than like going and buying a scratch off is addictive. Like specifically, this but, is more addictive than cannabis. Folks. Yes, it's more specifically I, listen, addictive. Listen, when I go to Oklahoma, when I went to Oklahoma, I visited your fine state after you beautiful people legalized cannabis. But guess what? I didn't do my homework. And I didn't get my reciprocal card. And I tried to go into dispensaries in Tulsa and buy weed, and they didn't let me. So I was able to kick a weed. Guess what? I wasn't quite as hungry, and I wasn't e- able to eat as many conies as I wanted to. But right. I couldn't. I, I haven't ever kicked Dr. Pepper. Right. It's it's probably arguably worse for you. Now say what you want about smoking and stuff, of course. Right. Let me get. I screwed up there. Um. Whoops. No, not the chat. Here's where my inability to use this comes to. Okay. But the, the other thing is he's the, 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 the point I was rambling at, sorry, is he creates the association addict, like your uh, brother-in-law who's a Percocet addict and steals shit out of your mom's purse or your best friend's brother who's addicted to meth and now fucking makes a living stealing bailing wire and shit out of construction yards. And also look at the look in the media he's using to represent these addicts. Look at these right. two beautiful young women. They're outdoor. They're unescorted by a male. There's some subtle clues here to let you know that this is who he wants to target. And that should be okay with you because they're not part of your in-group. He's outgrouping right. cannabis users so that you as a community member can help help you help him target them counterpoint that's a good point and i think that very well could be add a dash of look at what this horrible substance is doing to our white women they're they're in a field having a nice coffee and smoking what could be tobacco could be cannabis they're having a chill day yeah they look like they're having fun they they look look, they look like they're having they don't need anybody else they're they're not spending money that's fine they're having a good day well, that's part of the problem that they're spending money and, you know, when you the more you contribute to that economy, the less cops are going to fuck with you and they allow you to do shit like that. And if we go back to what he said a minute ago, and I would just almost fast forward to it, but like his just was, you see those annoying fucking dispensaries popping up on every corner. What this dude's saying is, oh, look, these these dispensaries are turning out drug addicts. It's fucked up. I don't mean to just keep talking and then take last word by hitting play. Do you have anything to add to that before I continue? No, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I think that, this shows that that while you can pass laws and stuff like we've we have anything we've learned in the last few months, everything is always in play for these people. Yes, it, the everything. So everything has to be in play for us. So we have to say no. Yeah. Bad pig. No, we Do need to job. humiliate them laugh at them like like that's what i'm trying to contribute to in various ways i don't mean to talk over you i'm just so excited about this if, if i get annoying with it just seriously say stop because i'm I, I, i've been worked up about this since quote unquote mental health monday keep going it, it just it, it it like it burns me okay so at first when i saw this i was twice as mad because i thought that was the first mental health monday video and it was a totally just totally big ploy to get mental health but it wasn't he's been doing down a rabbit hole didn't you (laughs) well then actually one of our listeners and a friend of the show drew benny i'm sorry i hope i didn't mangle your last name drew 
informed me that no, there are other mental health Monday videos. So I went and looked, I should have done that to begin with the journalist in me told me that, but I was just mad. And I wanted my fucking position Went and looked there are other mental health videos where this fucking dude who, who the fuck is he to give you health advice? This man can't say four words without going. <gasps> no, this is a man he who sounds I guarantee like he just did a giant bong rip and went up there, dude. Like he's yeah. gasping for air. And I don't want to make fun of anyone's medical. Condition. No, but, but like when you're giving people health advice in a public domain, maybe you should use your nebulizer first. Look at this boomer man and tell me that all of his fucking breathing problems aren't from eating like fucking 40% red meat, 40% McDonald's and fucking 20% PBR his entire life. Excuse me. That is the diet of champions. Touche. Well, I mean, you and can I will not have my, I will I, I will not have my 20s attacked like that at Touché. all. And what about these what, dudes okay. who just eat horses, processed horse hooves with weed in it? Ew. <laughs> what? Like gummies, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, what in the fuck are you talking about, bro? Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. No, you're fine. I was running my son out, not scowling at you. He shouldn't oh, be listening this, to this. this is, yeah, don't listen. Said, I'm, I'm, I'm for adults. This is not, right. ladies and gentlemen. This is not a family show. I don't care if he hears what I say about <laughs> cops, but whenever I have the show, I allow myself to smoke, and he can't be in here while I'm smoking. That makes sense. That's so, yeah. You don't want to give him lieutenant dipshit lungs. No, I don't. And you know, that's <laughs> even though I am an atheist, fucking leftist, immoral piece of shit that smokes weed and probably does more weed than literally 99% of the people in the world, 95, let's say, like. I have a sense of morality and I don't need some fucking cop. And you know, this isn't even directed at me. And here, here's the other point I wanted to get on. Besides, let me go back in one of his previous mental health Monday videos. One of his suggestions to cool off was have a glass of wine at the end of the day and no problem with wine, not trying to drag that fucking tired ass weed versus alcohol argument. That's a total misnomer and doesn't misnomer. I just, guys, wrong. guys did you know that if you smoke a joint and have a glass of wine, not only will you be twice as drunk, you'll be twice as high. But Crunk. something else Wait, in that's... the middle, it's, you get crossfaded, Cross and then you know you know how like it's just it's great if you're not yeah. if you don't have a bad liver and you don't have a problem with either substance. Mm. I invite you to combine them. Don't drive, yeah. and, I'm... and don't have any plans. They, it'll fucker you up the best. If you listen to one of our previous episodes, uh, the TSA and getting hammered in the South listener, like I, I might've said that there, like I'm specifically not drinking. Cause that mix was really, really intensely good for me. Drinking is fun. <laughs> God, we're awful. We're like, we're like, we're like, we should just put a trigger warning at the beginning of every episode. We are two desperate addicts that rip, rip yeah. that miss our drugs of choice and romanticize right. That's the why fuck I'm, out I'm of them. Undergoing <laughs> withdrawal, man. We just, <laughs> Let me let me so so to, here's the thing and I'm I'm trying to keep my thing I'm sorry. sorry so this video is not for us right this video is not even made to rile us up we're not a consideration here here's who this video is for creating its fucking shitty associations it is for people who would vote a guy who stands like that and talks like that for sheriff those are that video is for them that video is to fucking start demonizing weed again and you know. I don't want to sound like one of those people straight up. I don't. I understand what this sounds like. I'm, I'm at least that self-aware. Those people on that side of the fence love their conspiracies. They love talking about them and they love engaging in them. And how do I know that a memo wasn't sent down saying, hey, we need a talking point. Let's jump on these dispensaries because all the rich conservatives are tired of seeing them in every strip mall. And we're just going to start with this. 
I mean, if you told me, if you showed me 100% proof tomorrow that happened, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's not really surprising. Uh, not to sound like uh, someone who engages or traffics conspiracy theories from the other side of the spectrum, uh, but, 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 but I'm gonna. Um, yeah. I told you, I told you that when they came after Roe and won, it wasn't going to satisfy them. It wasn't like they got a sip and they're like, all right, I'm good. They're they're going after the whole bottle of shine now, motherfucker. They're oh, yeah. going after weed. They're going after voter empowerment. They're yep. going after gay marriage. You ain't even going to be able to buy condoms because the lady from the church won't sell them to you at Walgreens, motherfucker. It's coming. So here's what you need to do. You need to open your mouth now or forever hold your peace. And by that, I mean hold their balls in your hand while they're fucking you. You got, yeah. And it, it, you know, I rolled my eyes at people who said shit like that for years because the trickle was slower. The trickle is too fast now for me to think anything other than dig through. They're going to keep coming up with things they don't I like. I don't want to be right. I no. don't want to be right about it. We didn't want to be right when we were occupying Wall Street and shit. Yeah, right, 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 right. They keep proving us right. So, so, and I, we, we're coming dangerously close into wine. Okay, let's here, stop. So yeah, yeah, let's. I'm going to, I'm going to, and that was me too. No blame there. I'm going to play this for a minute and then I'm going to share an anecdote. And when people start using marijuana before 18 years old, one in six will become addicted. Next he point. Put, he put that idea. Sorry. He put that idea in your mind. Listen, in every place where they legalize medical or, or recreational weed, usage has gone down among the teens because right. it's not cool anymore. Right. Guess who's smoking it? That motherfucker, bald headed, big beard. No I teeth. think Evan's cool. Evan's a cool guy, but I grew up in the 90s. He's cool. He looks I'm cool a to me. That's cool. Void. Right. Look, I think I'm a cool guy, but less than what I'm pushing fucking 36. No one thinks I'm cool. Who's like no. 20? They're not smoking weed because I'm doing it. No. Right. And that's who's in the medical scene. Old <laughs> dick people. No offense, Evan. We're old right. and sick. No, no, Maybe I get not it. as old as we are sick. No, I'm you understand what I'm saying. Like he's it's I'm good. These dispensaries are spreading and all this stuff is designed to help people. Yes. And even if in and Oklahoma, specific, oh, God, sorry, please. And he's ahead. attacking it. And honestly, we shouldn't be taking him seriously. We shouldn't be having to have this conversation. But, but see, here's the problem. This guy is the mental health coordinator of what? Of the sheriff's department. The Oklahoma which, County Sheriff's Department. So the when, a young, when a young sheriff's officer, a young deputy, he's like 22, let's say he's a slightly above average intelligence and he's joined the force. He's gone through academy. Which, he's pure of heart. There are plenty of dudes who go in like that. I personally know people who went in and like I'm like, that. Listen, Absolutely. guys, guys, I'm right there with you. Let me just let me just bear this out. I know a lot of people Sorry, are like, what the fuck? What the fuck? A cab. Like, hold on. Not at all. Not everyone. Not everyone who joins the cops starts out as an asshole. Now, after about five years, I, I don't know what I've got for can you. I, but not everyone who starts. Can I can ahead. I suggest something and then I won't interrupt you again? Yeah. I would like to suggest ACAC. All cops are complicit. And that's all. Yeah. I, that's I, 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 yeah. I, so here's the thing. He starts seeing some things he's not sure about. He gets upset. Happens to a lot of young cops. They think about quitting. They go see their mental health guy to talk about it. He's the guy giving them the pep talk, convincing them to stay in and helping them frame their viewpoint. That guy's not around to fucking bust chops anymore. To look at him. Nah, he's here to mold the minds of the next generation of law enforcement. And that might not make sense to you. When I was a young man and I joined no, the I, army, sorry. the military sorry. and the army are very paternalistic organizations. Right. The older guys show the younger guys how everything goes. So you've, 
you can't really change these places from the within as a young man. No. Because all the pressure is being exerted on you to conform. Mm. And also, if you're a good person, you're trying to do a good job at work. You're trying to listen to the more experienced officers. Well, all the more experienced officers grew up in a place where if they found weed on you, they could beat your ass and throw you in jail for five years. Right. They could literally beat your ass. What do you think being arrested is? You think they're nice about it? No. No. They slam you to the ground. They twist your – they hurt you, and there's nothing you can do about it. At best, you're going to get humiliated rolling on your belly. Yes, sir, no, sir, so you don't get your wrist sprained. At best. At best. At best, it's going to be very uncomfortable. But most of the time, it's some form of assault. No doubt. Well, that's they own the violence. I'm not getting into that. Stopping, cutting, stop. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I needed that. Tell me to stop because I can. I'll go on a rant. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm with you on it. Uh, let me. Let me. I'm going to listen to what he said one more time because I had a point. Studies link marijuana use to depression. No, that's that's a little too far. Okay, hold up. Sorry. You're good. I'm going to find this. This is a little cut. Let's. And when people start using marijuana before 18 years old, one in six will become addicted. Studies no link the same thing. For... No one's advocating for that. Has no. Anyone and... ever said, hey, kids, smoke weed? No. No. And, and no kids... one wants to give your kids weed. Fuck you. And kids who find weed are doing it for basically one of two reasons. They're doing it out of peer pressure, which I have no whatever. And like, I fucking don't really have much to say about that. Or they're doing it because they're in a bad place in life. When I was a kid, I didn't know it at the time. I thought I was partying. Fuck no. I was medicating because my life sucked in so many ways and I didn't know how to process it. So this pig decides, and uh, fuck, I should probably cut that word out because that's a hot word. This outstanding Lieutenant dip shitlock fucking now is kind of demonizing kids. Who, who do you think is getting addicted to drug when they're kids? So now the dispensaries are getting kids addicted to drugs. He's not saying that the dispensaries are getting kids drugs, but he just says that that's where they're selling it. Okay, so into an anecdote dig. Here's the thing I know, and I'm not going to name this person as much as I'd like to. I know okay. an ex-cop. Mm-hmm. I know an ex-cop. I knew an ex-cop before I ever got into the weed game. I knew an ex-cop when I was addicted to Percocets and Speed. I've known this ex-cop for many a year. And... This fucking ex-cop used to tell stories along the lines of, well, I pulled somebody over and they had a fucking speeding ticket that they hadn't paid and they had a bench warrant or whatever. So I took them in and that was just going to be two or three days in jail. But then after the car got to the impound, I poked through it and I found a weed pipe. And now, oh, shit, fucking 60 days to two years and a big stain. (laughs) Now, this boomer motherfucker has the balls to ask me questions about weed and that's this dude's even worse because he's not warm to it fuck man yeah it's 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 frustrating how here's the other thing i want to remind people that the police aren't the military there's no penalty for quitting like they just have their gear you literally listen you literally that yeah that's a problem you can literally in the military if you try to quit before your contract's up they they throw you in fucking jail and it's a military jail it's kind of a different thing well not get into it but it's great not anyway so but um if he quits tomorrow if he if he realizes that he's wrong he can quit and he's probably old enough to retire so he could realize the error of his ways and walk off at, with all the money in the world and all the benefits and then he could start smoking weed tomorrow but he's not. He's still in this fight, and so we have to be too. We have to explain to people over and over again and show them 
over and over again that this isn't just some drug that people use. It's also medicine. And if he doesn't like it, the law of the land has changed. And if he can't change with it, then he needs to go get a job somewhere else, maybe Texas. But I don't know if he can plant, plant, plant the Texas public safety officer's yeah. physical fitness test. Yeah. They need teachers. Motherfucker. You can oh, go I'm teach in Florida. Oh, you can go teach in Florida. Yeah, no shit. I literally (laughs) shut my mic off because I wasn't going to be able to stop the outbursts of anger. So I just hid behind my thing and shut it off and responded to you. Well, you couldn't hear me and I didn't know if my mic was on or not. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just, I just, I don't know. Anyway, let's move through the video. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Video, video, video. Marijuana use to depression, anxiety, suicide planning, and psychotic episodes. Two points. One, that is also a list of things that you should not have within about a hundred feet of a cop because he might shoot you in the face. That's the A. B, Officer Dip Shitlock, maybe people with, and I'm not even going to talk about the psychotic episodes. Yeah, you, if you smoke weed when you're 13 and you're predisposed to schizophrenia, you might have a psychotic episode due to it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. That's what I hear. Yeah, don't use weed if you have severe mental illness. That Yeah, don't do that. Like, Talk to your doctor. Talk to your it's doctor. Medicine. And fuck, I've got severe mental illness, but I've got severe anxiety, like life fundamentally altering anxiety, and I've got depressive streaks that put me in bed for a week. I just won't I, respond I, to you and I sleep. I and, don't have the depression, but I have PTSD pretty bad. Yeah, you got and physical shit. So oh, yeah, I'm all busted up. <laughs> so this dude's saying it's linked. Yeah, it's linked because people are medicating with it. So what would you rather have me do? You fucking overweight fucking. I'm not even going to get into the fucking shit slinging. Would you rather have me all barred out on Xanax driving around? I mean, I'm guessing that's probably what your boomer ass does. You probably pop a couple of those and go have a couple beers and then drive home and do what because you're a fucking hypocrite. And you are. If you come on the internet to fucking demonize medical marijuana users, people who contribute millions of dollars to the economy, people who fucking don't do anything wrong by and large, you're a fucking traitor. If you put so much as a sip of alcohol in your body or in my mind, a prescription drug. By the way, I want to bring up a point here, too. Most cannabis users in Oklahoma do not look like me and Evan. No. Here's the thing you need to realize. They look older than him. The people he's the people that are going to get hurt by this are the most vulnerable. They're going to be old people that could benefit from cannabis and and don't because they're scared of people like him or they're going to get bad information and they're going to go through the last years of their life in arthritic pain. Right. They don't have to experience. There's all kinds of ramifications. Also, what if one of his deputies encounters some old lady? Right. Who, who who has cannabis on her? Is, is he going to treat oh, gotcha. her just as bad as a young person? She can't hold up to being arrested. She can't uh, hold up to to a, a, a like an aggressive tactical questioning session from a police officer for weed. For weed. Can can you please take me back to the beginning of your point? You said something and I forgot what you said, but it was insightful. This is, I wanted to add it, this. The most Oklahoma cannabis users are elderly people who are yeah, about okay. his age or older. I remember. And um, that's who sorry. he's endangering with this. Just that's from what I was saying, you don't even have me on Facebook. You just we chit chat on fourth and instant. You see me on the two Insta accounts. Like how many times have you personally seen me get furiously upset about being stuck behind an elderly person at a dispensary? Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I feel like you're kind of being unfair. Right there. So like, <laughs> no, and I mean, yeah, no, I am. I am. It's just. <laughs> And I should probably put it out. It's not people because, are slow, though, Evan. It's a it's, thing. They, and it's <laughs> not even that they're slow to pay or slow to use the ATM. It's they're that, learning. 
they have questions and they're, they yeah, don't know learning. how to Google. And I'm not going to get, but like whenever I'm in there to get exactly what I want and give you exactly fucking the price plus your $3 tip, fuck off. That but Anyway, the point being, there are a lot of old people going in dispensaries is my misguided point here. And I'm all for them getting into it. Even if I have to wait behind them all day, I'm for it. Yeah, I and, and listen, if this if this guy retires tomorrow and he finds cannabis and it's a medicine that work, works for him, good on him, I guess. I'm not going to no. give him any of my weed. But listen, I want people to have access to this. And I, I would be a hypocrite if that stopped at That's someone who, who didn't understand. Now, what I'm not going to do, if I can help it, is I'm not going to financially support someone whose job was suppression of the plant if I can help it. And I'm not going to to platform them if I can help it. Now, if I've right. done it already on accident, I'm sorry. Like shit can't be avoided sometimes. Sometimes you find some out someone was in a line of work later. But for the most part, if I know that someone has a law enforcement history, I don't really want to collaborate with them artistically. It doesn't right. mean I won't talk to them and depending... Listen, if you were a law enforcement guy in the 90s, like we're not going to have a lot in common anyway. So like we're not going to be friends or anything because we're just not on the same wavelength. But if you're some guy that was a cop for the last five years and stopped doing it. Right. Well, shit, I was in the army. Like people make decisions and then they learn from them and they move on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even saying that's what happened with the army. I'm just saying like people change, people grow. Right. And so. What you are as a young man doesn't dictate who you are as a as a as an older man. That's fair. And I think and that, that's why that we should forgive you for burying those hookers in fucking Spokane, Washington. Sorry. Hooker singular. And just because I buried her doesn't mean I did anything to her. Okay. okay. That was her that's that that was you channeled Dennis Reynolds there, dude. That was perfect. That was great. Oh, okay. <laughs> channeled he said it's so cute uh, um <laughs> anyway so yeah um uh out but but we we can't let we can't let them frame these kind of arguments without us there so we have to let them know that we're listening and that we're paying attention and to stop it sorry i'm doing i'm getting good yeah. muddled up before i give you my unifying theory that's going to make everybody drop this episode that hasn't already I yeah I I I think I made all of the points I wrote in my notes. So at this point I'm rambling. It's a directed rambling with a purpose. Uh, here's Purposeful what I'm going to rambling. I'm going to before we watch the rest of the video cuz there's more. There's more to get into here. Um yeah. I'm going to point something out that's going to make me sound like an egomaniacal bastard and everything, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I have had many relationships with not like sexual typically, but like you know, interpersonal relationships with police and like military and police adjacent people. And I totally don't classify military service in with being a cop and shit. Just, I just meant that it's a paternalistic, traditional right. driven society where guys like this have an outside voice. Right. I wanted to explain it to people who are, I mean, I assume that like maybe military people listen to the show, but a lot of you might be artists or people right. who have never been in organizations like this. Right. And, and it's I, important for you to understand that no one is scoffing at this guy when he talks like we are. When he yeah. enters into a room, he is giving nothing but deference and respect. And you have to remember that. Right. And he shouldn't. I'm sorry, I'm chewing. No, he shouldn't receive that, but that's what he receives. So you have to remember that a lot of the times 
he hasn't been met with honest criticism in a long time. And a lot of the people that would normally right. be able to do that are, are, are weeded out through the selection process to be a police officer. Touche. Yeah. Uh, to the larger point, and I'm just going to speak to the, like, I'm going to talk specifically and I'll kind of name people here. There are people, and uh, there was a guy in a WoW Guild that I was pretty close friends with. And there are some other people who I won't name because I have closer personal relationships with. And I'm just going to sum it out and say it and be rude. There is a certain attitude among a significant number of cops where they they don't feel that they're ever quite cool enough to do cool things like smoke weed or have a podcast, you know, and they look at a dude like me who will talk to you and shit. And they're kind of like, oh, here's my cool friend who's my channel, you know, and they'll when they find out you smoke weed, they kind of want to cozy up and ask because they're into it. But they always ask you with kind of that sense of humor, like, hey, hey, but they want to know about it. It's a real question. But they're just like, hey, how's it going, pothead? Hey, how does it feel when you take 250 milligrams? <laughs> and like, because they know they're going to use you as the link, right? And I think that especially with this weed thing and especially among the younger fucking dipshit yeah, young guy cops that are anti-weed and stuff, I think there's a certain revulsion of people like us. I think there's a certain revulsion and a certain, I won't even call it jealousy. That's too, that's too reductive. But there's a certain... I can't be like this and I don't like it straight up. Let me tell you something. If they hate your freedom and I could tell you what I really feel about it, but it wouldn't be prudent. Be wise. <laughs> and look, look here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything intelligent to add except my, uh, my old Saturday live influence depression. Oh, that's touche. Uh, let's go I, on and continue. Cause Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Let's say if we got we got another half the video yet, and we're not even into the good part yet. Good part, he says. Yeah, that part. People who drive under the influence of marijuana can experience That's fair. slower reactions and difficulty reacting. Don't drive In high. In pregnant cool. women, marijuana can cause premature birth, stillbirth, and problems with the baby's brain development. Don't get high when it's you're Hold pregnant. on, hold on. Let's stop, 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 right, stop. I want to stop that. I want to stop this for a minute. That's mm -hmm. very, listen, I, I don't want to get like, I don't want to say you should smoke weed when you're pregnant but i want to be clear how this is going to be how this is enforced and how it has been enforced when you're pregnant you in america you lose a certain amount of body sovereignty right they can test you the doctor's office can test you in oklahoma i'm i'm not going to say in oklahoma i don't know but in some states they can test you for cannabis against your will and if they find out they will automatically call cps on wow you. so i want wow. you to understand listen i don't know if that's true in Oklahoma, I know it's true other places. So what he's talking about pregnant women, you have to not remember, like, of course you shouldn't smoke weed when you're pregnant. I don't right. know about edibles. I'm not a doctor, but you probably shouldn't disrupt your cardiovascular system mm -hmm. while you're pregnant. And you probably shouldn't use potent high THC. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not a naturopath. I am not. What's the other one? Uh, the one that delivers babies. God, the well, according to this fucking doula, health genius police do that too. Doula. Duala. What's Duala. Yeah, oh, sorry. And no, you're good. I just remember that uh, from the alternative healing class. Midwife. midwife. I'm, not a mid I'm not a midwife. How, I however, thought you were asking me how to pronounce Duala. I wasn't correcting you. Sorry. No, sorry. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that shit. I just, it's a word I know for a, a, a person of influence who has the knowledge to give birth, but doesn't have like a medical degree. Right. Um, um, so don't take me, but, but the way that these things are enforced <laughs> by people like him, right. Is a problem because yeah. then they're, then they start breathing down this person's neck, right. If I don't know I'm pregnant, let's say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, let's say I'm a vivacious young lady in Oklahoma. Right. 
and I go out to the barn dance, right? And y'all outlawed all kinds of birth control. And I don't know how my vagina works half the time because I wasn't educated properly. So I just let Billy Bob just rail me up against the bales after the dance, right? Right. And then I get pregnant. But see, me and Billy Bob, we smoke some, we smoke, we both have medical cards and we smoke some weed before we got down because our hips kind of hurt, you know, right, We've been right, dancing right. too hard or whatever the hell. Right. And, and now I'm pregnant and now I've got weed in my system. I, I wasn't pregnant when I smoked the weed. Mm. But I piss hot because weed stays in your system a while. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I found out I'm I'm a good Christian woman, when I found out I was pregnant, well, I'd, I stopped smoking the weed right away. Mm-hmm. But it's still in your system, honey. And, they, were... and, they, and they can take your baby away when it's born or they can do all kinds of mess. And it depends on who you are, what they're going to do to you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Whether you can afford a lawyer or not. Fair. I, I'm so stoned from these edibles and these dabberettes I'm smoking that I keep routinely forgetting my fucking point. Um, I had something to say. I'm just going to start noting it down on the file. Cause I'm dumb. Uh, do you want to carry on with this bullshit? No, that was good. Keep going. I All mean, right. I'm done. Yeah. We, we talked about pregnancy. All right. How yeah. you shouldn't let the cops adjudicate it. Oh, devil's advocate question yeah. related to the lady getting railed on the hail bay that you, you, you so eloquently. Mentioned. Oh my God. Um, Sorry. I was just so, trying no, to no. make it Oklahoma. Dude, it was funny. Lay. I was, I was adding to it. Okay. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was not offended by that. I don't come from here. Insult them. However you want. I'm a carpet bagger. Um, <laughs> I don't live there. So <laughs> what's so to this lady? And let's let's carry this story a bit further. My wife tells me that well, uncommon. There are women who do sometimes carry a baby to eight nine months. Let's not even take it that far. Let's take it to a more realistic. She's vivacious. She's getting railed on the reg. She's a good looking girl, and it doesn't disrupt her body. Or maybe she's a big girl. Maybe she's a big Oklahoma girl, and because of that, for three to four months, oh, she doesn't notice. Ye, ye, and then yeah. she's smoking weed, right? And like oh, you yeah. said, she Bad stops mama, when she finds mama. out. She stops when she finds out and she's a good Christian mom and blah, blah, blah. But she also knows she goes to that doctor's office. She could go to jail. What's more dangerous? What's more dangerous there? The weed that's floating around in her system from a couple of things of use or some lady just straight ignoring prenatal care. Uh, yeah, that's an excellent point that as someone who has kids, you thought of that I didn't. That's a that's a really good point. I never even thought of the, oh, shit, I smoked a joint last week. I can't go to the doctor. Yeah, fuck. Bro, my entire life is fucking putting out fires and, like, avoiding fucking consequences. No, that's exactly what I thought when that came up. Like, I, you know, I've been avoiding going to the dentist for years because I can't afford it. And it doesn't have anything to do with weed. Well, dude, I can't. I mean, you know. No, I know. I I wish wish medicine were free. That's Well, that's another topic anyway. Well, I did it to myself. So, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Um, I didn't really do it to myself that much. Uh, Let's get back to the video. And marijuana can cause premature birth, stillbirth, okay. and problems do with the baby's you're brain development. If you or someone you know okay. needs help kicking marijuana addiction, you can call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. Uh, do not waste these poor people's time no. with your addiction. I'm Bradley with the Oklahoma County so, Sheriff's Office, and I'm proud to serve you. Yeah, serve. Yeah, you're proud to serve fucking all everybody who makes over 100. 50k a year don't do not bother that hotline so problems yeah i don't know if that's a good service or not and i don't care and neither does that cop because here's kind of the last point i have to make with this part of the video and this is the big part this dude is kind of complicitly telling you you should snitch on people if you don't agree with their weed use because maybe if you're going to call the drug line maybe the next step is calling the cops you know and maybe because the cops are so fucking lazy they're probably not going to do anything but maybe they will um the other thing is Okay, I, I'm going to branch into a little bit of my long-winded shit, and I promise this is all going to tie into cannabis in the end. Um, and I'm going to go deep. This is going to be one of those episodes where we go deep. So if you listen, you get a good you get a good prize. So I have got not only a history of 
insane, like clinical, crazy depression. As uh, as Dig has said before, I'm a Gen Xer and I'm a verbally expressive person. And when something's wrong, I say it. I also have an extremely long history of saying things, you know, in the moment, like, holy shit, I hate waiting in this line. And I wish I could bang my temple off the end of this counter until I'm dead. And in the moment, I mean it. And I'm not going to follow through on it, but I kind of mean it. Or I might say, oh, God, the traffic's so bad. I could walk up to this overpass and jump off. And it's just like my brain's like not wanting to deal with problems. And I don't need to give you my whole psychology. And now I'm kind of losing my point. Holy fuck, I'm high. No, that's good, man. You were you were talking about how you say things that upset people sometimes because you're serious right, in the right. moment and it scares them. Thank you for stenographing me. There is a good point here. Mm-hmm. And I also will say, and now I'm chewing it. I'm just breaking every fucking rule. <laughs> Chew into that mic, sir. Everyone loves that. People like it when you cough, too, I hear. I, I've got legit misophonia, so I don't try to fuck with people on that. Oh, well. I... Sorry, I my don't. Dog, know. You're good. My yeah. my my dog chewing his ass can like send me into like a three hour rage. But anyway, <laughs> so I do that, or maybe I go on Reddit and I go to like the true off my chest and I post an anonymous thing about life should be better and it's not, and I'm not gonna kill myself, but maybe it will. And like all the time, and this is just an aside part. Of course, anytime you say that, and this fuck this ties directly to the show. Anytime you say that, people are immediately assuming, oh, look at this bitch, he wants attention. And like, yeah, I have a podcast. Obviously, I like hearing myself talk, but that's not the point. If I'm having a great day because I got a new pair of shoes, I will show you that pair of shoes or I'll put a picture of it up. And if I'm having a bad day because I did bad at work and I kind of want to jump off a bridge and I'm not even to that state and I've not been there in a minute. But when I have periods like that and I do that routinely, somebody's going to come along and they're going to give you the fucking suicide hotline number, right? They're going to maybe they'll report you on Facebook and then it gives you the suicide hotline phone number or maybe somebody on Reddit will report you for that and it'll give you the suicide prevention Reddit right or maybe it's just a friend and he's like hey man if you're feeling bad you can call this number that is not for the people who are suicidal that is for people and depressed people are absolutely a fucking nightmare to deal with we're unfair and we're mean and we do awful things but that number is for you to give me so that you can feel like you've done something because those hotlines and I'm just being real. They don't do shit. The person on the other end of that phone, if you're like a real adult and your problems come from real problems, they're not going to help you. That number is so that your buddy or Reddit or Facebook can go and maybe avoid legal liability, but just generally say, well, I gave this person a number that they can call and that's going to help them. So I'm good. And that is the exact same fucking bullshit right here. This is where it ties back. This dude doesn't even know if that phone number works. And you could, I'm upset to the point of crying about this. I'm so mad. Fucking, this dude doesn't even know if that phone number works. That phone number is there to make it look like they give a shit about doing anything. And I said this in that video that somebody made fucking terrorizing. This is just for them to be able to say, look, we do occasionally do more than terrorizing people who can't stand up for themselves. Look, we give phone numbers out. And it's just lazy, ingenuine, fucking horseshit from some fucking asshole. He's a mental health coordinator. <clears throat> Pardon me. That wasn't me crying. That was me clearing my throat. Do you know how much bad advice this cocksucker's given out to fucking inmates? And like you said, Dick, to other officers, because he's the mental health expert, because he's kooky and liberal among his fucking circle of pig friends. And it's he's the mental health counselor because he's the kind of person who gives you that phone number. That's the extent of the help he's going to give you. That that's all. Yup. 
Um, and and to be honest, um, I'll just add to that. Like, not everyone who gives you that number is trying to wash their hands of no. you. At just 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 to try because like sometimes in the moment, legitimately, that's all you can do for someone, and that right. sucks. But a lot of times, he's right on the money. So like, I just. I don't know, man. Our mental health system in this country is not a system. Um, our medical system is not really a system. Right. It's a series of for-profit institutions that barely talk. Crazy people get pushed up on the cops and the jailers. The jailers don't want to fucking deal with them, so they resent them and they mistreat them. And then it becomes – and everybody right. just – the mentally ill person at the end gets shit on. So right. now, a lot, I won't say all, many of my problems that I have, depression-wise, come from failings in society. Like, straight up. I don't have teeth because of failings in society. I started jokes because I have failings in society. Like, yeah, there's a genetic predisposition in my family towards depression, but there's a genetic predisposition in my family to being smart and worrying. If shit wasn't so fucked up, I wouldn't worry as much. I wouldn't be sad. Every fucking day, I try to have a good outlook. And fucking weed is wonderful for that. I can get stoned and suddenly a client coming down the pipeline right before end of day with revisions. Cool. Whatever. So I'm using this drug that a, a, a portion of society has said, okay, it's cool that you can have this. But now here comes some fucking mental health expert pig who's just going to shit on it. And just for no reason, just, hey, I know you have this thing that you like and enjoy and I don't like that. So fuck you. And yeah. And I would just say that, like, if the if the police do a better job, no one's going to be as angry with them as they are right now. As an institution, they have been bad for cannabis users. They've been bad for people that grow cannabis. And they like to talk in conservative circles about personal responsibility and they like to talk about taking responsibility for your actions and so pre-legalization and if you were a police officer you owe everyone an apology you're responsible for your personal beliefs and your actions no one else and and, and take this from someone who who participated in a very very gross war i'm a veteran of afghanistan twice i went over once i was horrified by what i saw and then i fucking grinned and bared it and i went again okay i get that i've done bad things in my life too but i'm not going to turn around as a grown man understanding the mistakes i've made that 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 was a good thing i'm not saying it was a bad thing but i'm not going to say yes I am unequivocally proud of my service in Afghanistan. It's not what I'm going to tell you. We could have a very long conversation about that. And I'm sure a lot of police officers who have learned the error of their ways and left that profession can have a very nuanced um, perspective on that. But right. as it stands, all police officers are complicit in our oppression. And it would behoove us to always remember that. And that easily very easily most of them would be happy to oppress us again 
there are, you know, not counting the and people roll your eyes and say, it's, you know, it's a conspiracy theory. It's not look at the papers there. there, there, there there's a huge swath of hidden white supremacy running through that. So not even counting that, like at best, if you're running in with a good cop, your best hope, if you call them, your best hope in any given situation is that their interests as people whose jobs it is to protect the property of rich people align with yours. I have personally, and I'm not going to go too into this because then I will cry like a gigantic fucking teenage bitch, but I've personally had situations where you call these motherfuckers in because you need help because lives are literally in danger and they come and start dispensing fucking like relationship advice. Like not like actual like marriage, but like the relationship to person you're in. like like uh, I was in a fight with my father and this dude's like blah 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 and it's like yeah no shit dude I need to cool off like it just they don't help they like they'll come they'll dispense obvious advice maybe they'll arrest the person that's bothering you but maybe they won't like your attitude because of that they'll fuck with you too they're not your friends and if you've ever had a good interaction with them like lucky you you know how to talk to them because fucking I, and this is just from my observation knowing lots of police and knowing lots of military adjacent people at best at best the ratio of good dudes who are misguided to just people ranging from miserable to just absolute voids of human beings there's one cool dude and three dudes on the other side of that fence i'm sorry to go i'm i i too am a little bit afraid of cops because they've mistreated me in the past but i've been incredibly lucky in that one you bring up an excellent point um i'm not going to get too much into this but i i am a veteran so sometimes the cops treat me with respect and when a cop treats you with respect a lot of times that means that you don't get in trouble yeah if they respect you and if they don't respect you a lot of times that means that you do get in trouble and that is entirely dependent on a lot of times their mood. And I would urge people if like just minimize your interaction with the police if you can, because they are always on. They're always at work. Do you hear me? They're always at work. That's all I'll say about police. Like this video shows a certain kind of like you could even call it charming incompetence, like uh, those Reno 911 community outreach skits that were really intentionally bad and poorly made. And it was made. It's kind of like that. And like, oh, these goofy cops are from Madison. No, this shit's insidious. It's insidious and it ain't good for a lot of reasons. And I think probably the most important thing said in this episode is what Dig said here. This dude is an influencing voice with a bunch of young cops. And he is probably the closest to like a voice of like reasoned, like, I wouldn't even say like liberal because that's again, reductive non-conservative thinking in that place. This dude might've done mushrooms once in college. Not that drug use does that, but like, that's the extent of his experience. He fucking got to go to Europe one year. Cool. Well, thank God he didn't go to Poland. <laughs> and on right. that note, um, I think I need to go find a Dr. Pepper.